Okay, we're officially on our third Sabres player that could potentially come to the New Jersey Devils via a trade. So we've talked about Rasmus Ristolainen, we've talked about Jack Eichel. Now it's time to talk about Sam Reinhart. What does he bring to the table? What is his career like? And what do we need to give up in order to obtain him and get him onto our roster? Is it worth the risk? Overall, it's a complete dumpster fire. It's a complete sale over in Buffalo, and the New Jersey Devils should be all over it. So what is my final opinion? What's my final verdict? Well, stick around towards the end of the episode, and let's buckle up, and let's have the, another silly season discussion. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.23 p.m. Eastern Time, June 21st, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, the Buffalo Sabres uh, sale continues as we are going to be discussing another player that could potentially come to the New Jersey Devils, and it's going to be Sam Reinhardt. So if you hadn't checked out the last couple of episodes, I basically talked about Jack Eichel and his situation with the Buffalo Sabres. Could he potentially come to the New Jersey Devils? What would it take to trade for him? Is it worth the risk? And overall, you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but let's just say that even though Jack Eichel is one of the top centers in the NHL, I don't think it's worth it for the New Jersey Devils to go all in for him, especially since we have a lot of young talent to look forward to. And quite honestly, guys, you know, it's one of those moves that could potentially get you fired if you're Tom Fitzgerald and if it doesn't work out. And then obviously we talked about Rasmus Ristolainen, his situation, and could he potentially come to the New Jersey Devils because those reports seem to be true that the New Jersey Devils are interested in him because like I told you guys, in regards to Jack Eichel, it was more of a hypothetical trade scenario that was presented to me and I I just thought, you know, why not? Let's talk about it. Let's entertain it because, you know, the New Jersey Devils, we just need some sort of excitement to look forward to. So anyway, let's talk about Sam Reinhart and could he potentially come to the New Jersey Devils? Now, first and foremost, like we do on any uh, silly season discussion, we need to talk about basically a brief background about him. What do I think of him as a player? Where could he fit in with the New Jersey Devils? We need to look at some advanced analytics. Luckily, I work for the hockey writers, so I was able to, you know, get some sources from my fellow colleagues at the hockey writers and see, like, you know, uh, what do those stats look like? How can they translate to the New Jersey Devils system? But overall, Sam Reinhart, he is 25 years of age. He will turn 26 this November. So similar to Rissa Lyon and similar to Eichel, he is relatively young and he will fit in with the New Jersey Devils system you know, quite easily because the New Jersey Devils were in the direction of just trying to go young. We're just in the direction of just trying to rebuild. So ultimately, I think we're just looking for that final glue piece to really you know, take us to the next level. Because like I told you guys, if the New Jersey Devils play their cards right, they can be in the same situation as the New York Rangers which is, you know, they try to, uh, you know, compete for a playoff spot. Doesn't mean they're guaranteed it. They're going to have to fight tooth and nail. A lot's going to have to go right for them, but I have to see what they do in an 82 game season next year. But ultimately, back to uh, Sam Reinhardt. So, 25 years of age. He was drafted second overall by the Buffalo Sabres back in 2014. And quite honestly, guys, we'll talk more about this later in the episode, but I think he is very underrated in terms of the production he puts up. 
what he was able to do for the Buffalo Sabres organization this past season. Because, guys, remember, when I talked about Jack Eichel, when I talked about Rasmus Ristolainen, when I talked about Taylor Hall all playing for the Buffalo Sabres, they all had a common denominator in terms of their production. I'll talk more about that later in the episode. But anyway, uh, in terms of awards at the NHL level, he has never been to an All-Star game. He has never won anything. So with him being so undervalued in terms of his production and in terms of him not really achieving anything, including not being to an All-Star game or, you know, not winning any awards, is it quite possible that the Buffalo Sabres could part ways with Reinhardt for a cheaper deal. What I mean by that is, if you guys remember the last couple episodes that I was talking about Jack Eichel, the Buffalo Sabres are going to be demanding for a lot. And quite honestly, from reports, if uh, no team is able to match that, I, they, I think they want two of the three. They want a significant player, they want a prospect, and they also want a first-round draft pick in this year's draft. Not next year's draft, not a draft from two years from now, not like, uh, you know, a conditional pick. They want a first-round pick from this year's draft and I bet they want the highest draft pick that any respective team has so like you know if there's a team they're picking uh 15th or you know 20th they want that 15th pick you know I'm just I'm just speaking from a hypothetical standpoint so you know uh they're gonna want the fourth overall pick from the New Jersey Devils not the Islanders pick so you know uh ultimately it's just like you know they're gonna be demanding for a lot but you know Reinhardt like I said he's undervalued he's underrated he actually puts up pretty solid numbers and quite honestly, I, I think it's very possible that, you know, the Buffalo Sabres, they won't be as greedy with Reinhardt because, let, let's face it, Reinhardt, he is a good player. But like I told you guys, he's not really on the level in terms of, you know, achievements, in terms of production, in terms of skill as Jack Eichel. So Reinhardt, very good player, but, you know, I don't think the Buffalo Sabres are going to demand much for him. We'll talk more about that later in the episode as to what uh, potentially the New Jersey Devils would need to give up in order to obtain them. But, you know, like I said, it's just reports that I'm hearing that Reinhardt wants out of uh, Buffalo or Buffalo just wants to start all over. But ultimately, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens uh, to the Sabres within the next few weeks in terms of trades and what's going to happen. So, you know, like I said, he's a former second overall pick. And uh, like I told you guys, he's very underrated in terms of his production. So if you look at what Reinhardt was able to do last season for the Buffalo Sabres, he appeared in 54 games, had 25 goals, 15 assists for a grand total of 40 points. So obviously nothing really spectacular, but th those numbers are good. The New Jersey Devils will take that on any day, on any given week. Like we'll take that twice on Sunday. We'll take that on any day of the week and nine to five, whatever the case might be. We don't care if it's Saturday. We don't care if it's Friday. We will take those numbers and production. And overall, guys, you know, uh, you know, we, we talked about the struggles for the Buffalo Sabres. And going back to my point that I was hinting at a few moments ago, I talked about Taylor Hall. I talked about Jack Eichel. And I talked about Rasmus Ristolainen. And I talked about how they kind of struggled, you know, to find their fitting. They kind of struggled to, you know put up some sort of, you know, uh, I guess respectable production while on the Sabres team because we talked about Taylor Hall, former Hart Memorial Trophy winner, and obviously, you know, he had big numbers for the New Jersey Devils, but then, you know, when he joined the Sabres on a one-year deal this year, uh, he just completely fell out of the loop. He wasn't scoring as much as he used to. You know, I kind of predicted that would happen, but I didn't think it would be that way off the pace. But I still said, if you give Taylor Hall a different team, a different organization, a team with the more sense of urgency, you're going to see those numbers go up. And, you know, look what he was able to do for the Boston Bruins after the trade deadline. So when you saw him go to the Bruins organization, he made a complete 180 in terms of his production. 
production. So in the first 37 uh, game appearances that he had for the Buffalo Sabres, he had two goals, 17 assists for a grand total of 19 points. And then when he joined the Boston Bruins organization, he appeared in 16 games. However, he was able to put up 14 points, eight goals and six assists. So quite honestly, guys, he was well on the pace to break that uh, points uh, amount that he had with the Buffalo Sabres wide open in less amount of games for the Boston Bruins. So you saw once Taylor Hall got a new change of scenery, he was able to just overall, you know, change his production, if you know what I mean. And overall, you know, maybe just getting out of Buffalo was the answer for him because, you know, will he put up 93 points like he did for the New Jersey Devils back in 2017 and 2018? Will he win another Hart Memorial Trophy? Uh, no, I, I don't believe that's in his future. But at the same time, I said, you know what? Taylor Hall is a very good player and he deserves another chance with another team who actually has a chance of winning because he's a winning player and he's 29 years old. So, you know, going back to Jack Eichel, yes, I know he had to face injury, but, you know, the fact that he was able to have, you know, somewhat solid production, especially in the power play opportunity for uh, the Buffalo Sabres really should say something. And then, you know, Rasmus Ristolainen, when we're talking about, you know, his defense being mediocre, five on five being terrible, you know, Buffalo Sabres, they're not really a good team. So, you know, uh, obviously the defense is going to struggle. I think the New Jersey Devils can, you know, speak on that just a little bit. But, you know, overall, you know, when we're looking at Rasmus Ristolainen, is his numbers, you know, worse than they appear just because of the organization he's with? But, you know, I'm not willing to make that risk. And, you know, a fan did bring it to my attention that, you know, just keep in mind he was playing for the Buffalo Sabres organization and, uh, you know, the Sabres aren't really a good team. So ultimately, you know, with their system, the rotation, whatever the case might be, you know, someone's stats could go down. And, you know, as, as seen by Taylor Hall, that is true. As seen by Jack Eichel and overall just his body language, what he said to the media, you know, I think uh, that's proof in the pudding, but ultimately I don't want to make that risk. So, you know, when we're talking about Sam Reinhart you know, and his production that he did this past season for the Buffalo Sabres. So obviously I'll repeat the stats again. 54 game appearances. He had 25 goals, 15 assists for a grand total of 40 points. Like I told you, solid, not spectacular. But at the end of the day, I'm sure the New Jersey Devils will take that on any given day. So let's talk about some advanced analytics. And like I told you guys, this is courtesy of the hockey writers. He averaged 1.86 points per 60 minutes at 5-on-5 five five since the start of the 2018 and 2019 season. So if you're wondering if that's good or not, just know that's actually a pretty decent pace. So that's all you need to know. So the Sabres have also had an expected goal share of 50.2% and a Corsi share of 50.6% with him on the ice. Considering how poor the team has been at 5-on-5, five five, you know, like I told you guys, that is actually pretty decent that Reinhardt is able to do that. So like I told you guys, despite him being on a lowly team like the Sabres, his production is, you know, pretty good in terms of, you know, the basic stats and the advanced analytics. So overall for Sam Reinhardt, you know, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. And like I told you guys, uh, had the season been a full 82-game campaign, he would have been on pace for 37 goals and 61 points this season. So, like I told you guys, the New Jersey Devils will take that on any given day. And I think you guys would have loved to have him on, uh, on our respective team. Now, before we continue, I need some energy. I've been going to the gym a lot more often, trying to get that summer bod. But uh, you know what I need? I need some Bilt Bar to get me going. So did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. 
They have coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So they have something for everyone. You know what my favorite flavor is? I love the birthday cake one. I'm still trying to finish that box, but you know, my birthday is uh, only a couple weeks away. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of the each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. So most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, and just five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So do you guys need more proof as to how good of a player Sam Reinhardt is? So another metric that we can look at is his goals above replacement, and this is courtesy of the hockey writer. So his GAR of 7.7 was the best uh, mark on the Sabres in that regards, and in his previous two seasons, he finished with a GAR of 5.9 and 10.5. So there's also another interesting thing that I want to share with you guys, and this is courtesy of Alex from the hockey writer. So shout out to sharing this fact with us. His combined a GAR of 24.1 is actually better than Jamie Benn and Patrick Kane. So I think we both know who those respective players are, and they are both really good, let me tell you. So Jamie Benn for the Dallas Stars, and then obviously uh, Patrick Kane for the Chicago Blackhawks, who I believe is the best American player to ever play the game of hockey. So obviously for um, Sam Reinhart, just the fact that he has uh, a better stat uh, than uh, Patrick Kane and Jamie Benn. Obviously, you know, this is a bit of a stretch, but at the same time, you know, it's still something to say. So it just goes to show you his impact for the Buffalo Sabres, despite them being a lowly team, despite them like losing 18 games in a row, and despite them struggling the last few seasons and, you know, not making the playoffs in like, I don't know how many years. It's just like, you know, the fact that his uh, GAR is relatively high and higher than Jamie Benn and Patrick Kane should really say something. So obviously, you know, when we're talking about him from an offensive standpoint, I don't think his puck handling abilities, you know, really impresses anyone. But at the same time, you know, he's great at transition. So I think we've covered uh, Sam Reinhart as a player. So obviously, you know, when he's entering the zone, he knows what he's doing. But, you know, if he's given more opportunities to handle the puck, I think he could actually do relatively well in that regard. So, you know, I I think we're going to have to get down to the contract uh, standpoint of this hypothetical trade scenario. So like I told you guys, money isn't really an issue with the New Jersey Devils this season or next, but you know, I still need to break it down and give you guys an overall just standpoint on where we stand in terms of finance. So uh, Sam Reinhart actually signed a one-year $5.2 million uh, deal with uh, the Buffalo Sabres before the start of the 2020-2021 season, and he is going to be a restricted free agent for any of you who are confused. So I'm sure a lot of you are like looking at his contract. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He signed a one-year extension, so you know, shouldn't he be a free agent? Like I told you guys, restricted free agent. So if you need more reference as to the type of contract that he might demand, so back in 2018 and 2019, he signed a two-year, $7.3 million extension with the Buffalo Sabres, and his average salary was $3.65 million. And then, obviously, back in 2014-2017 was his entry-level deal. So, you know, that I'm just giving you guys some reference as to what uh, he could be demanding because uh, if we're looking at his contract and what would need to happen, 
the New Jersey Devils, uh, you know, we would need to negotiate a new contract for him. So, uh, you know, he, he uh, for a five-year deal with a cap hit just below $6.95 million, you know, it, it might seem expensive, but like I told you guys, I think the New Jersey Devils, if they're looking to do a trade, if they're looking to do a deal like this, they're looking for a long-term solution. So, obviously, you know, I, I talked about his overall stats, uh, you know, the past year or so, and overall what I think he brings to the table in terms of, you know, his advanced analytics, his basic stats, and overall just, you know, I think he's very underrated, and obviously I'm sure a lot of people expecting more from him from being the second overall pick uh, from a few years ago, but like I told you guys, I think he's just underrated, uh, similar to... Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen and similar to Jack Eichel, maybe it's just time for a new change of scenery, a new change of organization, maybe just an organization that, you know, uh, has a set future and just overall just, you know, seems to be very set on just, uh, you know, trying to improve each and every day. And like I told you guys, so uh, the Devils have just over $37 million in cap space. Uh, even after the signing of all their restricted free agents, they should still be a bit below the cap floor. So, Fitting in a new deal for Reinhardt as projected uh, won't be much of an issue. So like I told you guys, restricted free agent. We would have to negotiate a new contract for him. And uh, obviously, I think uh, the New Jersey Devils will look to sign him for a five-year deal if that were to hypothetically take place. And this is courtesy of the hockey writers. So, um, you know, I, I think Reinhardt is an ideal trade target for New Jersey and what he could bring to the table. But I'm not really hearing any rumors as to, you know, if that could potentially happen. So like I told you guys, this is the third Buffalo Sabres player that we're talking about hypothetically joining the New Jersey Devils organization. But really, the only report that I've seen and, you know, like in, in terms of just seeing it on multiple news sources as if there's any traction taking place, it seems like the only player that the New Jersey Devils are interested from the Buffalo Sabres organization is Rasmus Ristolainen. And like I told you guys, uh, you know, I'm not really for that trade, but you know, if the Devils are able to negotiate something, maybe take the risk. But you know, like I told you guys, even giving up some, you know, B-level prospects and you know, maybe a few mid-round picks might be a little risky. But if it's similar to like a Ryan Murray situation, in which we give up a fifth-round uh, draft pick and you know we're able to get him, then quite honestly, you know, why not pull the trigger? Why, you know? So like I told you guys, uh, Reinhardt's still relatively young. Um, you know, he turns 26 this November, so I think he would fit just well in terms of, you know, his age for the New Jersey Devils because like I told you guys, there's always a risk when you're signing players long term, but like I told you guys, uh, money isn't really an issue with the New Jersey Devils. I talked about uh, the cap floor. I talked about, uh, you know, how they have just over $37 million in cap space and, you know, even after all the restricted free agent signings, I think they'll be fine because like I told you guys, uh, they uh, re-signed Nathan Bastion to a two-year extension. He was a restricted free agent. So obviously, like I told you guys, uh, if we're going to get Sam Reinhardt since he's a restricted free agent, we would have to negotiate a new contract with them right away. So uh, it's projected to be like five years, but like I'm just giving you guys um, just a standpoint on his past contracts, on what he signed. So uh, if you just need a refresher, uh, this past season he signed a one-year $5.2 million extension. And then uh, the season before that, 2018-2019, uh, two-year $7.3 million extension with an average salary of $3.65 million. So, you know, just, just paying that picture for you. So we're going to get down to the million-dollar question, uh, you know, 
what is my hot take and what's it going to take to get Sam Reinhart and to convince the Buffalo Sabres to, you know, give him up? Well, we'll talk more about that in a second. But first, uh, you know, if you think that Sam Reinhart could potentially come to the New Jersey Devils, then you should put your money where your mouth is responsibly, of course, and go to betonline.ag. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on so bet online your online sportsbook experts remember to use our promo code locked on to get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit remember to gamble responsibly and check out our friends at locked on bets as they give you guys all their latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs as well so if you need some reference as to you know uh what the buffalo sabers would probably demand for reinhardt you know uh go back to my last couple of episodes in which i talked about jack eichel so obviously the buffalo sabers are demanding for a significant roster piece they're demanding for a high level prospect and they want a first round draft pick in this year's nhl draft not next year and like i told you guys not two years from now not a conditional pick they want that first round this year so obviously you know that's uh the demands for jack eichel but what are the demands for sam reinhardt well i wasn't really able to find any specific demands but you know i think it would be something similar because the buffalo sabers they're trying to rebuild for the future they're trying to you know have some sort of direction they don't want to be left out hung and dry they don't want to, you know, get relatively worse if that's at all possible. So, you know, they definitely want some uh, reimbursement when it comes to players like Reinhardt, when it comes to players like Eichel. I don't think they're going to be as stingy for someone like uh, Rissa Lyon, no offense to him. But like I said, you know, if you're being greedy for a player of his caliber, then, you know, uh, no team is going to, you know, get in contact with you and the Devils won't be that stupid. So overall, you know, is, is it possible that, you know, we could... Uh, you know, obtain Reinhardt. And you know, like I told you guys, money isn't really an issue, but it's like, what are we willing to give up? What are we willing to, you know, part ways from? So let's first look at the uh, draft pick situation for the New Jersey Devils. So I'm sure the Buffalo Sabres, if they're on the phone with the New Jersey Devils, you know, trying to discuss some trades, then, um, you know, I, I think they're looking at that fourth overall pick and the New Jersey Devils, I'm sure they're not going to be just willing to give it up. I'm sure they're going to be like, uh, are you sure you don't want that Islanders pick? Like, I know it's, you know, late in the first round. It can range anywhere from 29th to 31st. But at the same time, you know, you know, there's a lot of good players that can come out late first round. And I'm sure the Sabres are like, nope, you know, we want that first, um, you know, first pick that you're going to have in this year's NHL draft, which is fourth overall, because, you know, we, we, we want that reimbursement. We want some sort of direction. We want our young pieces to, you know, have, you know, that kind of future. But overall, you know, if I'm the Sabres organization, in terms of Sam Reinhardt, he's underappreciated. He's undervalued. His numbers are solid. So, you know, why not just, you know, go for that Islanders pick? I think they, quite honestly, would be open to, you know, just saying, okay, fine, we'll, we'll take the Islanders pick uh, if you want Reinhardt. But for Eichel, it has to be that uh, fourth uh, overall pick. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I think for Reinhardt, I would honestly not be surprised if uh, they're willing to take the Islanders pick off the devil's hands because, you know, like I told you guys, uh, Reinhardt is underappreciated. He's undervalued. He's underrated. So, you know, hopefully the Sabres organization doesn't see that 
and they just uh, see him as, you know, just a solid, not spectacular kind of player. Didn't really live up to the second overall selection. You know, like I told you guys, numbers are solid, not spectacular. Still hasn't been to an all-star game, hasn't won any awards. But, you know, I hope the Sabres just look at that from the surface and just like, you know, what we I, I guess we can't demand from that uh, Devils that much because, you know, it looks like they're not going to give up that fourth overall pick for Sam Reinhardt. So, you know, let, let's discuss something else. So, like, we'll, we'll take the items pick, but what else do you got? So, let's talk about a significant piece because, like I told you guys, uh, with what the Sabres are demanding for Eichel, I think this is going to be somewhat similar to, uh, you know, their demands for Eichel, but it'll just be a little looser, if that makes any sense, in terms of they're not going to be as stingy because Eichel is one of the top centermen in the NHL right now, despite the injury, despite uh, his neck concerns. I still believe that Eichel can be, you know, uh, a, a top centerman for any team that he's on. Like I told you guys, in his limited amount of playing time this season, he still was able to put up some solid production. So, uh, you know, some names that I've been seeing float around in terms of trade discussion is Pavel Zaka. So Zaka actually was tied with Miles Wood this season for most goals on the team with 17. And Zaka really closed out the season strong. And he did solid on the power play as well alongside Jesper Brat and Nico Heizer. So obviously with Pavel Zaka, I think he's sort of in the same boat as Sam Reinhardt, as in they're underappreciated, they're undervalued. They were both drafted relatively high and they have this amount of unfair expectations that they have to live up to. But overall in their careers, they're actually pretty solid players. So Pavel Zaka, he was drafted sixth overall back in 2015. And then obviously when we're talking about Sam Reinhardt, as mentioned, he was drafted second overall back in 2014. So obviously Reinhardt and Zaka, they're very similar in that regard, saying that, you know, they're underappreciated, they're undervalued. A lot of people were clowning on Zaka to begin the year because he started the first three or four games with nothing but zeros on the board on his stat sheet. But, you know, towards the end of the year, like I told you guys, he was able to have, what, 10 points in the final nine games of the year. And like I said, he led the team in goals. He did really well in the power play opportunity. Uh, he was tops on the team in power play points. So, you know, for Pavel Zaka, I, I think, um, you know, the, the rumors are true that the New Jersey Devils are willing to, you know, part ways with them for the right player. So obviously, guys, uh, am I a fan of trading Pavel Zaka? Not really, you know, because uh, I really want everything to stay intact for next season. But, you know, if Sam Reinhardt is on the table and the Buffalo Sabres are willing to, you know, just listen to those negotiations from the New Jersey Devils, then I'd say you got to at least entertain the thought. And if it picks up traction, if it goes somewhere, then, you know, you, you got to pull the trigger on that trade. Tom Fitzgerald would be an idiot to not go through with that. So obviously, like I told you guys, I love Pavel Zaka. I love what he brings to the organization. And, you know, I, I, I was the one who defended him. I said, your apology to Zaka needs to be just as loud as the amount of hate you were giving him, the amount of scrutiny you were delivering. And overall, you know, he was able to step up towards the end of the year. And obviously, Pavel Zaka, he's still relatively young for the New Jersey Devils organization. Like I told you guys, he was drafted back in 2015. He's 24 years of age. He just had a birthday back in April. So, uh, you know, he's a couple years younger than Reinhardt. So if I'm the Buffalo Sabres organization, I'm looking at Zaka as, you know, something similar to Reinhardt. You know, obviously, will Zaka put up the same amount of numbers as Reinhardt? No, but at the same time, we're willing to throw in a few other pieces. Like like I said, we'll give you that first uh, round selection. 
uh, Pavel Zaka is a significant piece, and then obviously we have some prospects available. Now, you know, I'm hearing reports, uh, you know, whether it's be the hockey writers or someone else, that you know they're looking at Bobquist maybe, you know, as a prospect to get rid of, and I really hope so because Bobquist, I'm just not a fan of that guy. If you're a religious listener of my show, I fully anticipate that he will be waived by the New Jersey Devils come January if he does not put up any uh, solid numbers. So quite honestly, I don't think he has long for Lindy Ruff. I think he's being held on a short leash this year. But, you know, if I'm the Buffalo Sabres, I'm like, no, no, I don't want, you know, just Zaka or, you know, um, uh, that kind of prospect and, you know, that Islanders pick. You know, let, let, let me uh, get someone like Thompson because, like I told you guys, Ty Thompson's brother plays for the Buffalo Sabres organization. And then, you know, uh, I, I don't think they're going to demand for people like Holtz or Foot, And I don't think the Devils are willing to part ways with those kind of top-level prospects for, you know, a risk trade. Because, like I told you guys, restricted free agent has to negotiate a new contract right away, uh, see what happens. But overall, for the New Jersey Devils, I think... Um, you know, I, I think uh, Reinhardt would be a great addition to this Devils organization. I think uh, you pair him along with Jack Hughes. I think uh, that can actually be a pretty, you know, decent combination if you uh, ask me. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Reinhardt and I'm entertaining the fact. And like I said, Reinhardt, uh, one of the captains for the Buffalo Sabres. So like Jack Eichel was the head captain. Sam Reinhardt was one of the alternate captains. So Obviously, you got to look uh, uh, look at how the Sabres are just trading away their captain pieces. So, obviously, they're going to demand for something. Uh, Pavel Zaka, if, if it makes them feel any better, I, I have Zaka in the consideration for one of the alternate captain roles. I don't think he'll get it, but, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I wouldn't sleep on Zaka and his production and what he's able to bring to the table. You can look at Butcher. I don't think Butcher is, uh, you know, anything special, but, you know, maybe a trade package of uh, Zaka, Butcher, and then that. Uh, first round pick from the Islanders, you know, I think that's a pretty decent deal. And, you know, we don't have to throw in a prospect. But like I told you guys, you know, just throwing things around now. Uh, going back to Jack Hughes, I feel as though, and this is going to be a major hot take, I believe, you know, his floor in terms of his potential is Sam Reinhardt. So, you know, when we're talking about floor, we're talking about ceiling, you know, ceiling is his highest potential. And then the floor is his lowest potential. Like this is how good he's going to get. I feel as though, you know, if uh, Jack Hughes stays in the league and he puts up Sam Reinhardt's numbers, then, you know, that was his uh, floor. That was never his ceiling because, like I told you guys, when we're looking at Sam Reinhardt in terms of his productions, uh, former second overall pick, his numbers are solid, not spectacular, but at the end of the day, you know, th- those are really good, and the New Jersey Devils will take those on any uh, given day of the week. He won't win any awards. He won't appear in any all-star games, but overall, you know, it's still solid. So, you know, if you're looking for the potential um, uh, floor for Jack Hughes, I'd say it'd be Sam Reinhardt. So you pair him along with um, Jack Hughes. So that tandem at, at first line of Sam Reinhardt and Jack Hughes, I think that would actually be a pretty decent combination for Lindy Ruff to work with. So obviously, you know, you have to look at something like that if you're New Jersey, because like I told you guys, I'm I'm very satisfied with the line combinations for the New Jersey Devils, especially for our fours. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, while while I do love Igor Sharangovich, unfortunately, you know, if uh, we do get Sam Reinhardt, I'm afraid uh, Sharangovich is going to have to move over to the captain line with Nico Heizer at second because, you know, Sam Reinhardt, he needs to play that, um, you know, first line with the New Jersey Devils. He needs to play that uh, kid line, you know, ultimately, or youth line, whatever you want to call them. But, you know, obviously he's uh, still 
uh, relatively, you know, uh, young, and uh, he has the most NHL experience out of Jack Hughes and Yanni Kwokinen, obviously, but, you know, still, uh, I, I wouldn't consider him a youth or a kid. He's, yeah, he's a very decent veteran player. But anyway, uh, for the New Jersey Devils, should we get Sam Reinhart? I'd say so. You know, I think uh, that can be one of those trades that can fall under the radar, as in, like, we trade so little to get him, and it's a high reward. So if we trade Zaka, if we trade, like, Butcher, if we trade, uh, you know, a decent prospect, nothing spectacular, if we try to convince him to take that Islanders pick, and then, you know, we sign Reinhardt to that five-year extension like I'm talking about, I think they could pay dividends, quite honestly. So it's essentially like we trade Kyle Palmieri and Travis Ajak for Sam Reinhardt if we use that Islanders pick to... Uh, trade for him quite honestly so you know i'd be satisfied with it so let me know what you guys think on twitter on locked on devils but anyway that's about the time i have for you guys today thanks for listening continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you guys in the next episode thanks for listening